0: Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> we get some technical delays on my end. I think my computer is uh, just going extra slow today, so hopefully everything uh, sticks in there, all right. But this is Sarcasm Speaks. Uh, it's Jared and Bob coming at you today. Um, so I'm going to jump right into this this story. I, I debated on keeping it as a final thought, um, but I'm going to just going to lead with it today, and I will pivot and find a different final thought. So. Um, if you're new to the show, welcome. Uh, this is Sarcasm Speaks, uh, where we say a lot of really dumb shit and uh, talk about how fucking retarded uh, our lives can be at different points. Uh, if you're a veteran of the show, uh, well, <laughs> this next story probably is not going to surprise you at all. So <clears throat> again, as you know, Thursday episode typically is recorded on Tuesday. So it is Tuesday night currently. Yesterday was Monday and I went to work yesterday um, with a pretty busy day Uh, without getting into like unnecessary details. The company I work for is, uh, it's like a a move logistics management company. Um, So I handle all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, One of my clients. Uh, was moving from Framingham to Waltham, um, from one building to another, uh, and on the same day, it's a it's a uh, it's a pharmaceutical company. So we had one group moving out of two rooms in one building in Framingham to a building in Waltham. We had a different group moving this massive piece of equipment that needs to be put in a crate so big that we couldn't get it. In the freight, the freight elevator in the new building, it had to be uncrated outside and brought through the front door because there's double doors. So that's a separate second move. And then I had a third move of brand new equipment coming into the new building in Waltham from a warehouse. So I had a lot going on on Monday morning, it was a very busy day. So what happens to me? 8.30 in the morning. In Framingham, I am talking to a person who works at my client's job. Uh, she works for the company, and she's pushing a cart through the loading dock doors. And I, trying to be a nice person, reach to push what the other loading dock door. So I'm like standing back with my my ass holding one loading dock door open. And I use my hands to push the other loading dock door open so she can get her push cart through. I'm trying to be a nice guy. I'm trying to hold the doors for her. So she gets the cart to the door and I push the door and come back. And I, in the process of pulling my my arm back to my body, my uh, wedding ring gets stuck on the push bar. Of the door. Like it's just your very stock standard, like horizontal push bar. Like when you're going into a door or you're going through a door and you're going in somewhere, you have to push the bar for it to open. That's what it got stuck on. And because it's gold, um, it is a little bit malleable and it bent, it bent the ring. It got stuck so badly. And it proceeded to partially deglove my finger, which if you're not familiar with that term, degloving, um, that is when the skin rips off your hand, um, kind of like how you would take a glove off, right? Yeah, you get, yeah, a lot of people were just like, ew, yeah, that's where the term comes from. So initially, it's one of those like, ah, fuck that hurt, like, whatever, like, shake it off, keep walking, whatever. And then like, After about 10 seconds, I'm like, ah, Jesus Christ, like, this actually really fucking hurts. So I look down at my hand, and I see that my ring is like wedged into my finger. And I go, well, this isn't good. Uh, So I look at it, I try and like move it back. And as soon as I pull it back, the skin is kind of all flappy, there's fucking blood everywhere. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like I go into the bathroom and I just run it under cold water. The woman that I was working with was like, yeah, run that under cold water, keep the swelling down, whatever. Like, you know, try, we'll we'll try and get that ring off. Let me go finish what I'm doing and I'll meet you back wherever. So I run it underwater. It's bleeding like a motherfucker. I get some paper towels. I wrap it around my finger and I go upstairs to the cafeteria and I ask the chef for a bowl of ice. Um, And he's like, what is going on? And I kind of like showed him my hand and I was like, got my hand stuck in a door. I'm just trying to like bring the swelling down. He's like, yeah, sure, no problem. So he comes back with a bowl of ice and I fucking stick my hand into the bowl of ice, kind of like the the Russian guy from John Wick after he punches his son in the face. (laughs) I have my fucking whole hand underneath some ice i'm waiting for this woman to come back um turns out she just i mean we're we're friendly like we worked we've worked together for a long time now for a few months at least um and she was like yeah so funny story uh i've actually seen this happen like a few times and what we have to do is try and reduce the swelling and then we can like kind of slide the ring off so she gets a a rubber glove and she like rips the glove into strips and she like wraps it around my finger to try and compress my finger right and at this point like it's starting to swell pretty bad so she gets the she gets the the rubber glove around my finger she's like all right she takes a piece of string like ties it through the ring and starts to wrap and starts to pull and she goes all right don't watch she's like if you watch this it's going to make it hurt even more so i'm like all right whatever i won't watch And I'm like, it didn't hurt that bad at the time, but like, it didn't feel great. So she gets to the point and then I go, yeah, this really fucking hurts. And she goes, yeah. um, So it turns out uh, you're going to have to go to the hospital because there's no way I'm getting this ring off of you without pulling all of your skin off with it because it had because the, the ring had bent. So instead of like a normal circle, if you're watching on YouTube show, this is probably a better version of a circle. It ended up looking like this. So it was uh, not a circle. Uh, the, the part that got caught on the door had bent. So there was no way that thing was coming off my finger evenly, even though she had it wrapped with a rubber glove. So she's like, fill this glove with ice. Keep it on your finger hold your arm up. Don't let your hand come down because if your hand hangs down, it's going to swell. It's going to bleed, whatever. She's like, go to the hospital. Um, They'll either do it or they're going to have to probably cut the ring off. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I'm a fucking bloody hand mess. And I clean my shit up. I I pack my bag one-handedly and I get in my car And I'm in Framingham, so I drive to Framingham Union uh, Hospital, and I walk into the emergency room. Now, again, there's blood on my hand. I'm holding a rubber glove full of ice. I go up to the receptionist, and I say, Hey, um, so I got my hand stuck in a door, and I think you guys are going to have to cut my ring off my finger. Um, before the swelling gets too bad. And she goes, Okay. Have you ever been here before? And I go, Oh no, we're doing this right now. So I was like, No, I'm not from around here. And she goes, Okay, uh, can I just see your license, please? And I'm like, I I guess. So I have to like fish it out of my left pocket with my right hand, and then like get my license out of my wallet. I hand it to her. And she's like okay and she goes is this your current address and i go no it's updated on the back she goes okay and uh she's like all right uh have a seat over there and uh someone will be with you shortly and i was like oh okay so i'm sitting in the waiting room long enough where it's probably like 15 20 minutes at this point all the ice is melted that i had in the glove so now there's dried blood everywhere there's water dripping everywhere i'm a fucking mess so I throw that away. I go back to the receptionist and I go, Hey, do you guys have like a bag of ice or something that I can like use to keep this swelling down? And I like put my hand basically in her face and she's like, uh, yeah, one second. Hold on. She like goes, gets like a shitty, like ice pack that you're supposed to like, you know, you like punch it and it like gets cold. It didn't even fucking get cold. And, It lasted for about five minutes, and then that started dripping. And I asked the nurse behind the window, and I was like, any idea how long it's going to be? Like, I just need you guys to, like, cut this off. Because at this point, I'm like, I don't even fucking care. Just cut it off. And she's like, yeah, it's going to be a while. And I go, fucking great. So I sit down, and I'm like, this is absolutely ridiculous. And I'm fuming mad. And I go... this this literally takes 2 seconds to just fucking cut the ring off like i'm I, I, like luckily i wasn't still bleeding but like i'm sitting there and then i go wait a second like i know what i'll do i'll start calling urgent cares that are like in the in the area so this was after about i don't know 45 minutes to an hour of sitting in the er holding my fucking hand up with a bullshit ice pack on it, being like, I just, like, I'm trying to get this off before my finger swells so badly that, like, they have to cut my fucking finger off, so I call an urgent care, the first one I called, I think, was in Milford, and I was like, hey, this is a random question, like, do you guys have the ability to cut a ring off of my finger, and they were like, no, sorry, we don't do that, whatever, all right, cool, so I call the next place, it's in uh, Hopkinton and they go yeah we can do that well no first the lady goes hold on let me go ask so i'm on hold and then she comes back and she goes yeah sure we can do that for you um you know and and i go okay great like i'm in framingham right now i can probably be there in about 20 minutes and she was like yeah so our current wait time is about an hour and i was like I've been sitting in in the Framingham Union ER for an hour already. Like, that's the reason why I'm calling you. Like, there's nothing we can do to, like, just come in and you can just cut it off and I can go back to my day. And she was like, no, I'm really sorry, but why don't you try calling the fire department? They might be able to do that for you. And I was like, really? And she goes, yeah. So apparently, whenever the people have those tungsten rings or like those wicked, like, strong metal rings... The only people that have the capability to cut that off is the fire department. Like when you, if you go to a hospital with that situation, they call the fire department because they have like a tool on their truck to, that cuts through tungsten. So I was like, all right, cool. Let me try this. So I hang up with the urgent care lady and I call Framingham fire department and I go and I get dispatch and I'm like, Hey, so I have a really weird question, but like, I'm hoping you guys can help me out. I'm like, can you guys cut a wedding ring off of my finger? And the guy goes, yeah, we can do that. Like, why? What's wrong? And I go, well, I got it stuck in a door and it's starting to swell. And I've been sitting in Framingham union ER for an hour now, and I just need it to be cut off so I can just go back to do whatever I'm doing. And the guy was like, Yeah. All right. No problem. And he's like, uh, he's like trying to get, he's getting my description down so he can tell the guys like who to look for. And he's like, all right, so you're going to be outside the emergency entrance, not the main entrance. I'll tell them to look for you. If you stand outside, they'll whatever. So I'm like, all right, cool. He's like, all right, cool. They'll be there in like 10 minutes. So 10 minutes goes by. I'm standing in the parking lot of Framingham union emergency room. And a fucking fire truck pulls in with their lights on. <laughs> and the guys hop out of the fire truck and they go, what's up? And I'm like, I just hold up my hand and they go, yeah, that looks gross. And I was like, yeah, like, is there any way we can just like cut this thing off? Like, I'm 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 sick of sitting here doing nothing. And they were like, yeah, all right, no problem. We got the tools in the truck. So they go in the truck. The first thing they tried was like an actual ring cutting tool, which was really fucking cool looking. It was like, it almost looked like a, like a stationary pair of scissors with like a hook and the hook goes under the ring and there's like a wheel on it and you crank the wheel with your hand. Oh, and gosh, it's, it's like a saw. It? It's like a saw that cuts through the the ring. But, this, So they they start doing that. I'm like, wow, man, that thing's really cool. And he was like, yeah, I don't know if it's going to work. It's really old and dull. And I'm like, cool. That's just what I want to hear. So he does that. He's like cranking it for like 30 seconds, 45 seconds and like pulls it away. And is like, yeah, cut through a little bit, but like, it's not going to work. This thing's dull. It's a piece of shit. So he turns to his buddy and goes, you got the spoon? (laughs) And I'm like, what the fuck is this spoon? So he legitimately is digging through his his EMT tool bag thing out of the, fu- the back of the fire truck and pulls out I shit you not a metal spoon that has been cut so like there's just one strip. So imagine like basically a fork but with one prong on it. Yeah, one prong down the middle. But like you can clearly tell that this thing was a metal spoon that they had cut to to, to be this. So he takes the spoon and well, he it takes cost
1: 85 bucks to buy one of those too.
0: Yeah, yeah. They definitely yeah, and they just fucking cut it themselves. So he sticks the fucking spoon underneath the ring, and his his buddy that's with him goes and grabs a pair, like a pair of fucking uh like tin snips, like wire cutters, basically like heavy duty, like things you would use to like cut a chain link fence. And he like puts the, puts the, the tip on there. Like, so the spoon is basically protecting my hand, my finger. And cause the fucking scissors, the massive tin snips are right there. And he goes, all right, this is going to be, this is going to apply a lot of pressure and it's probably going to hurt. But like, if it gets to be too much, just let me know and I'll stop. And I'm like, Yeah, man, it's fine. It's just pain. Like, you can just cut it. So the guy's, like, got it, and he's cutting, and he's, like, you good? You good? You good? You still good? You good? And I'm, like, yep, 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 good, yep. And he goes, and it fucking he finally, like, gets through, and it snaps. And I can get some, like, relief in my fucking finger because I haven't had ice, and it's fucking swelling. So then they they got it, and they look at it, and they're, like, all right, uh... We're going to have to bend this in order to get it off because at that point, like I said, my finger was so swollen that they couldn't, even though it was cut, they couldn't still slide it off. So they had to get a pair of pliers and open up the ring so I could like pull it off of my finger rather than slide it off like a ring. And, uh, and yeah, so like they look at me and they're like, all right, uh, you are right and i was like yeah i'm good thank you guys and they're like all right make sure you clean that and uh cover it up and take good care of it and i was like all right sweet like are we good like i can just go and they were like yeah you're fine and then one of the the emts guys goes i'll make sure i give the triage nurse a bunch of shit for this because there's no no need for you to sit in that waiting room for an hour before you called us and i was like thanks man i appreciate it and i walked back to my truck and uh, I got in the car and I drove to Waltham to receive uh, the equipment that was being packed and shipped over. And uh, when I got there, the place has like a like an occupational health center clinic. So I went in there, I washed my hand with antibacterial soap, cleaned it out a little bit, threw a bandaid on it, wrapped it up, and then went back to work. And like everyone there was like, oh my God, you went back to work? yeah, like it's, I still have my finger. Like it stopped bleeding like three hours ago. Like it's, it's fine. Like it's, it's fine. Like it's swollen. It's kind of hurts a little bit, but like, it's just a finger, right? Like it's, I don't know. But like, people were like blown away that I like came back to work and I'm like, you guys are fucking dumb. But one of the guys was like, dude, I definitely would have milked that if I were you. He's like, you should have went home maybe take two days off of work. <laughs> He's like, you should have milked the shit out of that.
1: workers' you know? comp.
0: Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but like, what's the point? Right. And like, it was a busy day. Like I had a lot of shit to do and I had no one else to help me that day. I was literally like on an Island, like no one else could have got it done. So I was like, fuck it. I don't care. Like it's, I just need to get shit done. So <laughs> that was my day yesterday. Um, so I don't think we'll get dinged on YouTube because it's not like a bloody mess, but that's currently what it looks like. looks um, pretty good, yeah. So if you're an audio only guy right now, I know my my front camera on my laptop, but you can see it goes all the way around my finger <clears throat> almost like a ring. Yeah, it looks kind of like a ring.
1: yeah, that's how I, so, I would I would describe it like a wedding ring.
0: yeah. So if you're an audio only guy and you're not uh, not watching the YouTube show yeah, right yeah. now, Pick,
1: picture a wedding ring on a on a on a ring finger. See so if you think about if you can imagine that. I know it's a I know it's a weird picture to try to figure out. But uh yeah, that plus bruise. Yeah, yep. And uh it looks kind of like Frankenstein.
0: It's like a seam of skin from when I had to like fold the flaps back down. So pretty awesome. This is the type of shit, right? Like this is the shit that you literally can't make this up. Uh, my fucking ring got stuck on a push bar on a door and it almost fucking took my finger off. Like how much of a fucking cunt do you have to be?
1: Pretty big one. (laughs) Only the finest. (laughs) Seriously. can Pull off a procedure like that.
0: Like, holy shit. And then just the whole, the whole process too, right? Sitting in the
1: ER for an hour with nothing. Like, what I mean I dude I could have told you that. I I I could have told you like if you told me, hey, hypothetical situation, I'm gonna fucking bleed and swell, and I'll probably stop bleeding and you know, whatever, I'm like minimum three hours. Yeah. Because in in ER standards, that's not an emergency. Right. Now, when you actually think about it if you prioritized it, you would have been out of their hair in 12 minutes.
0: Yeah, I would have been in and out of the door in 12 minutes.
1: But that's not how they look at it. They look at you as like, "Ah, well, you're not a priority, so you can wait. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: thank God for uh, Framingham Fire Department. (laughs) They're the real heroes. I'm going to start flying a thin red line flag. I'm going to get one of those stickers and put it on my truck. <laughs> like
1: that. I think you deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. They're not, they're not heroes though. The teachers are heroes. No, no.
0: Te- well, everyone knows the teachers are the real heroes.
1: I should have just drove to Framingham high school. Yeah. I mean, they would have figured it out.
0: Yeah. They wouldn't be able to take care of me real quick.
1: Those people you know what? Uh, you know what high school you probably didn't want to drive to yesterday? <laughs> Which one? Medford. Oh yeah. Did you hear what happened? Ah, uh, only that you texted it earlier. Yeah, kid got stabbed in the bathroom. Jesus Christ! There was a fight in the bathroom. They they're saying brawl. I don't know. It doesn't. It sounds like it was only like against one kid. It was like two on one or so. Yeah, I don't know, but um, it was a fight in the bathroom. Kid for sure got stabbed one kid did the stabbing and there's a few other kids involved. I think, I think it's, I think the kid who got stabbed said at least one other person definitely is involved and like, probably like two other people were in for questioning. Um, truthfully, the kid's fine. Like he went to the hospital with non life threatening injuries. Um, but yeah, they had to go to shelter in place for like three hours. Whole thing. Wow. Big mess. Was it
0: like, uh, like he got stabbed with like a legit knife or did he just get yeah. stabbed with
1: like I got stabbed with a knife. Wow. Kid had a knife on him.
0: Well, how soon before Medford installs uh metal detectors now?
1: Do they not have them already? I don't think so. Can they afford those things?
0: No, they have to pay the salary of the fucking
1: heroes. Well, I think actually I think the here so this is actually funny cuz now this piggybacks with <laughs> once again so say what you will. I mean, obviously, we make fun of teachers all the time. Yeah. So the, the teachers in Medford are trying to negotiate a new contract. Mm-hmm. And I don't exactly know how all of that works. I don't really care to know because I feel – isn't it like a state union? Yes. But each district needs to figure their own shit out?
0: Yeah. The MTA is like the Massachusetts Teachers Association. Okay. But then, but each,
1: but then within that – They so have each a contract
0: district. with each district. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Which then you start getting some weird shit. Like I think Haverhill, like the district of Haverhill, you're not allowed to protest.
0: Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of districts do that. They sign. That's a it's a clause in their CBA, is that yeah. like if and when the contract expires, you're not allowed to picket and protest. And they sign it, and then they bitch and complain. And it's like you fucking protest. you fucking sign the contract.
1: Yeah. So the teachers are going through that right now. I think they're supposed to sign a new contract soon. And now you have a kid get stabbed in the high school. So fucking just that's just another. So th- th- this 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 just brings. So, I mean, I, and, and as far as the stabbing goes, the kid's fine. And um the details are not. Uh they're not made public because it's juvenile situation. Right. Um so that just is what it is. And obviously I just it's it's funny because we went there. But now, obviously, what you've got, it's not safe. I don't want I don't know if I want to send my kid in. (laughs) I feel like I'm taking my life uh or I'm taking a massive risk by going to school today. Yeah.
0: Here we
1: go. So now what is Medford probably gonna do in response? Virtual. Oh, I wasn't thinking that. I was just thinking they're probably going to take some security measures, whether that's oh yeah, metal detectors. It's probably not staff cuz that would impl- that would involve giving someone a job. Yeah, can't have that. No. But ultimately, now who's not going to get an increase in resources? The actual teachers. Right. And everyone wants all well, these. Well, we things. can't raise
0: your salary because we had
1: to pay for security measures. Yeah, remember that kid who got stabbed? Yeah, you said you wanted these actually, security measures, so we had we did that instead. It would be, I think, it would actually be fucking hilarious if they, if the district like pulled the contract and goes, "Oh yeah, no, sorry, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta renegotiate this because <laughs> we're going back to the table." we're going back to the table because, um, you know, we got to beef up security in the schools now. Yeah. And then what, what, now what? Because now it's like, well, it's not safe to work there. It's like, we need right. whatever. We need hazard Go, Okay, pay. cool. It's like, okay, cool. Well, we're not going to pay you as much. Well, of course you, well, what do you mean? You have to pay us mo- more, like as much. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. We need it for, for security now.
0: Yeah. It's just I could see it going gridlock. that way. It's, yeah, I could too, and I think it would be hilarious. I'm I'm down for it. I'm always down for chaos,
1: and that I think that's what I like about it. Is it's just like, it's like okay, well, I mean, we can give you that pay, but we ain't doing shit about the security. Well, we need the security. Well, then you need the pay to go down. It's like, well, we can't do that. Well, we take away the security. No, we need the security. It's like see, no <laughs> yeah. see, see, for a group of people, where only a section of you teach math. You're also, you're all pretty shitty at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me talk to the math teachers here. Oh, Let's and if see. you're that mad, why don't, why don't you go to your, why don't, why don't you take it up with your state who refuses to get the ball rolling on sports betting? Cause that money is supposed to go to education. Yeah. Now you and I know it's not going down to the teachers. Correct. But if I worked for the district and I was negotiating with the teachers, I would absolutely use that against them. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, yeah. Well, I mean, we would all, we like, we would have more money for you guys if the state would just get that sports betting bill passed, but they can't right. do that. Right. Seems like, like that, a pretty that, easy that's solution. our money. That's our money. When, when they, when they continue to drag their feet and they continue to refuse to vote and they continue to not pass these things, they're taking the money out of your pocket.
0: Yeah, I mean, truthfully, if you're a state employee or you work for any municipality, um, you should be pissed that sports betting uh, is not being passed for no reason other than what you had just stated. It doesn't fucking matter if you're never going to bet on sport. Like, you know what I mean? There are so many people that are so fucking ignorant. They're like, oh, sports betting. Oh, that's bad. It's bad for the kids. Oh, Dave Portnoy, he he markets to kids. Hey, the entire state is projected to bring in what is it six billion dollars or something like that a fucking in, year?
1: What in handle or in, in money? In, six billion, in money. Six, uh no, six billion's way too high.
0: Six billion is just the
1: handle. They'll probably do about six billion in handle. Yeah. Um so yeah, what, like at least at least six billion in handle.
0: So what did we come up with? Was that fifty million?
1: Um something like
0: that, five hundred million. I forget. Maybe it's five hundred million.
1: No, that's way too much. Too.
0: Whatever it is, 12?
1: twelve million. I don't know. I felt like it was like a million a month or something.
0: Yeah, whatever it is, like that's a neck, and that's more like that's like fifty million extra dollars that the state has to like use at their yeah. behest, right? Yeah. It's like if you work for the state, you want sports betting. Because that means the state now has more money to pay you, theoretically, right? Regardless of what position you are, because we know the teachers ain't getting it, right? We know that. It's not
1: getting to the. It's not getting to the the. But it's going somewhere.
0: It's going to somebody.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So how do you not want it in the state house? Yeah. That money ain't never leaving the state house. No. Especially now with fucking. What's her
0: what's her dick as fucking governor?
1: Oh, yeah. But, yeah, that was the latest on sports betting today. They, I think they approved, I think, t- so today I think they approved Caesars Online, who's tethered to win. So we have retail books for Encore and MGM. And then we have mobile, tethered, Winbet, Caesars, and MGM, at MGM. Yep. So they finally got to Plain Ridge again. Yep. To vote on the in-person book. And, dude, like, they are just still, still, still dragging their feet on this. Yeah. And the... Outcome was that Plain Ridge has a temporary retail license, which wasn't supposed to happen. The the temporary ones were supposed to be mobile. Right. So they gave them a temporary one, and now it's pending a Barstool Sports vetting. Yeah. Like, they need to go into Barstool and make sure that they're a good partner and a good fit for all this. It's like, dude, you people do not do not fucking get it no at all so i'm thinking that these politicians are just looking for pen to fucking grease their pockets absolutely cuz now now it's clear now it's clear what's happening
0: yeah this is They're extortion
1: all- effectively yeah. but it's not because it's politics so politics yeah yeah
0: isn't that wild it's extortion but it's not because it's politics
1: right yeah and I think that if you or probably, I did this,
0: if you or I did this for a business, we would go to jail for extortion. Or
1: if we did it to a fucking politician? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um It's it's the only thing that makes any sense to me why they would drag their feet on this cuz truthfully if I was Penn at this point, I almost would have told the state to go fuck themselves. Because if I'm Penn, I hold the ability for three licenses. Yeah. That's 20% of the licenses. Right. Is that right? 15. Yeah. Three. Cause multiply it by five. Yeah. Yeah. I, as, Three as out of 15. Yeah. Yeah. As a, as 20, as a 20% holder in the licenses, if I told you just go fuck yourself and walk now, those licenses can't be replaced either because right. they're all tied to a physical location. So if Penn just sits there and goes, fuck Massachusetts, it ain't worth it. Our casino's in Plainville, so it's not going to get the traffic that Encore gets anyway. Yeah. Fuck it. We'll just focus on a state that isn't retarded. Yeah. And then just by being fucking cunts, you would have lost 20% of your potential business in sports betting. Truthfully, if I was Penn, I would have fucking done it. Because as having the second highest retail book in the country, you need me to vet barstool sports and you gave me a fucking temporary license and you didn't even hear my mobile ones fuck that i'm out yeah
0: yeah and i said this i replied to the tweet that you had put out from the sarcasm speaks uh found us on twitter at sarcasm underscore speaks um but it's what they're doing is this council has a personal vendetta it sounds like at least the chairperson does has a personal vendetta against Dave Portnoy and she's taking it out on pen, which is fucking retarded because in about six weeks, Dave Portnoy is going to no longer have any stake in ownership of barstool sports. Because I read that article on an episode a couple weeks ago. Was it, it's like the end it's either the end of February or at some point, it's at some point in in March. At some point in March, Penn is going to take over 100% ownership of Barstool Sports. So right now, originally, they bought, they bought
1: what, like 40-something percent? I want to say it's high 30s, and then by March, it's 100.
0: and by March, it'll be 100%. So after March portnoy is literally nothing other than a
1: celebrity endorsement and that's the pr- like so this is what they're i think this is what they're hiding behind because truthfully i think it's just they don't like portnoy because he's
0: it's 100 what it he's is like, they don't like portnoy
1: but they're hiding behind while well, the lead marketer or the lead yeah. media person and it's yeah. like stop yeah and then well, they're like they're trying the to guy- like br- they're trying to pull like they're bringing up like so the, the two the two issues that they really have a problem with was there was something in Ohio where Barstool Sportsbook got fined a quarter million dollars for an advertising violation. Right. Now the whoever represented Barstool Sportsbook, I think the guy's name was Snowden. Yeah. He owned up to it. He goes, We were he goes, we um misdefined advertising in Ohio or I I don't know the right the right term. Yeah. But no, like they, I I read it I read it too. Yeah. And so it's like we're going to pay the fine and we're going to move on. Right. Okay, done. And then there was an issue in at University of Tennessee where they did their show on campus and I think that's a violation of something because I don't know if they were carding people but you're supposed to if you're going to attend something like that you got to be 21. Right. And I think I think even Caesars was like, yeah, we just won't fucking do it. Like, we just won't do shit like that. Yeah. Like, if you're going to give us that much help for it, we just fucking won't do it.
0: Right. But right. Barstool,
1: that's like part of what they do. Right. Now, I, again, I love this because like they're using these two examples where it's like they made a mistake in Ohio. They owned up to it. They'll pay the fine. They'll move on. They won't make that mistake again. Right. And then they're worried about a college campus. Barstool is not fucking coming to a fucking alumni stadium. No. They're not going to sit outside a Gannis Arena and fucking break down the Hockey East final. They're not. They're not going over to Matthews before the Bean Pot. Like, nope. They're not going to fucking UMass
0: Amherst to watch them get their asses kicked by fucking pick a team.
1: Actually, you know what? They're gonna they're gonna go out to Holy Cross. They're gonna go out to Worcester. Yeah, because yeah. the Crusaders are hot. Yeah, fuck out of here. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. It's, so, so I don't Snowden
0: was the guy who had said that bar, this this has the potential to make the most money for the state in this state because Barstool is from, it was founded in and Massachusetts. And has the biggest
1: following from Massachusetts. So
0: they, they were saying that like everyone benefits here, right? Barstool makes more, or Penn makes more money. And when Penn makes more money, the state makes more money via taxes. So he's like, we will have the biggest draw out of any state in the, than we than we will in Massachusetts. I'm assuming, you know, population percentage-wise, right? Because yeah, obviously we can't fucking stack up to New York and California no. and Ohio because they have a million more people than us. But, like, per, 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 percentage-wise, it makes a ton of sense. Barstool was founded in Massachusetts. Dave Portnoy is from Milton. Like, people around here love that shit. Like it's cuz when it started this is also where the demographic is that when it started the people are our age right so like right now people that follow barstool are probably like in their their 20s right but i i would i would bet that people that follow barstool there's more people in massachusetts over the age of 30 that follow barstool than anywhere else in the country Because the people that are over 30 followed Barstool when it was just a blog and a local newspaper. So like the guy that's 37 years old in fucking Quincy that loves Barstool loves Barstool because 15 years ago, he started following it when it was just getting started right yeah, and but we, and we the 37 year old guy from nebraska no doesn't give a fuck about barstool he's never heard of it but the 22 year old from nebraska is all about it because it's the young scene it's the whole thing so that's what i mean like in massachusetts you have such a, a bigger pull for this 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 sports book and i agree with that with snowden the guy who said that and the state's fucking retarded they're, they're so fucking dumb. Like I said before, clearly the, the commissioner of this this or the chairperson of the commission has a fucking personal vendetta against Portnoy, and she is uh taking it out on Penn.
1: I'll tell you right now though, if they with with the stage that they're at, if they drag their feet even more, Penn can sue the fuck out of the state. Yeah. And they because, should they because- should. If they if they drag their feet even further, then let other like if they let other licensees operate before them, they'll sue the fuck out of the state because that yeah. that was part of that was part of the legislature was that each operator got a fair opportunity like within their category,
0: right, right.
1: So now what would probably happen is they would just kick back the start date. Until they figured it out for Penn. Right. I don't know. The whole thing is just fucking stupid. I want to know
0: who this fucking bitch is. Which one?
1: Because uh, it's more than one. O'Brien's ba-
0: O'Brien is bad? She's the chair? The chairperson? I'm not sure. Because I want to know what district she represents. Because I'll go fucking hold a... I'll hold a hopefully sign from, on the side of the road. For whoever is running against her. Like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like... You could run a fucking Pickle Rick against her, and I would vote for Pickle Rick over
1: this dumb bitch. The Gaming Commission. Okay, so the chair is Stein. Kathy Judd Stein. Okay.
0: And what is her fucking title? Chair. role?
1: (laughs) No, no, no. I mean, like,
0: who is she? Like she's not just the chair of this commission. She's like the representative of District Six. You know what I mean? Like what what is her actual like? I actually don't think
1: I don't think she's voted. Oh, what the fuck? Uh most recently deputy chief legal counsel for the governor. That's an appointed position.
0: So I thought this whole time that this was like a an appointed committee from whomever of like, you know, because you know how like in the federal government, there's like the fucking, I don't even know, the, the defense committee, right? Where it's like, there's like six senators and fucking 12 representatives from the house. And they all sit on the defense committee and they meet, it's a subcommittee, right? Like I thought, I thought this was like a subcommittee that was formed in the government to handle this. I didn't know that this was like, someone was like appointed to this fucking
1: thing. Yeah. All of these people are, are appointed to, as a commissioner. Oh, well
0: they can all fuck right off then. I hope they all get flat tires. Yeah, it's the five of them.
1: I don't know if any of them are any good. This Maynard guy seems fine. Huh. Oh, my God. It's a five-year term, too. Fuck off. Jesus Christ. Although, at least this... Yeah, you know what? This Maynard guy, he pro- you want to know why he makes the most sense? Because he was appointed... Due to experience in the legal and policy issues related to gaming, well, these other these these other clowns, yeah, like one of them, vendor and employee licensing and registration, alcohol beverage licensing operations, like what? Yeah. Uh, this other guy, this other guy was a rep. But he was no longer a rep when he moved to this commission. So I guess you can't do both. Huh. Interesting.
0: Yeah. I, I, truthfully, I was unaware. Apparently I was, I was wrong. Um, like I said, I thought it was like a subcommittee within the state government that was looking at this. I didn't know it was its own, Essential. I know it's not, it's not private, but it's like essentially private separate from you know what I mean the state government because I was ready like I said I was ready to find out like you know this the fucking uh what's what was her name Stein the Stein lady is like the representative from like the sixth district or whatever who's like the chair of this subcommittee and it's like all right well like I said let's find out who's running against her and fucking vote for that person yep but not, apparently not so apparently that's not
1: how that works. Nope. They're all appointed. Yeah. Well, that sucks. So fun fun thing, yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. We just have to bend over like the fucking Kermit meme. Basically. What did my guy uh Bill Spiro say? Yeah, he, he he's watched all of these meetings. I actually don't know this guy. He just writes for fucking whoever. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's clear. Barstool is held to a different standard. Clear yeah. agenda, clear agenda at play.
0: I uh, yeah, I think it's pretty obvious.
1: Right, writes for bookies, bookies.com.
0: Just as as general fucking morons that you and I are,
1: like, we can see it. Like it's pretty obvious. Yeah, that's because these people, like all of these people are not they're not real people. Yeah. Those that are like appointed to government positions are not real, actual people. They don't live in the real world. Which means they don't know how to function as an actual real person. Right. Which means human emotions and human actions, they don't know how to do it. Like right. lie yeah. or hide their intentions. Right. They can't fucking do it. Right. They're like they robots. Don't get it. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is like, if I wanted to extort Barstool Sports in this, in this meeting, I would have done it so much better, but that's because I know how to lie and keep my agenda under wraps. It's like, it's so obvious what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, it is. It's fucking
0: gross. And you know what? I hope Barstool sues the fuck out of the state and I hope they win.
1: It'll only be though, if, if the other books get, get to open before them. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be the only way
0: and it sounds like with the uh with the granting of the temporary license that probably allows them like legal standing in court right like in a court case so like well we didn't we didn't allow anything different we just gave them a temporary until we could find out other information you know what i mean like it's it seems like something they could do in a in a legal case
1: yeah i mean in, in they're getting a year they so they got a temporary license it's a year and it can go full after that um and the MGC is gonna investigate Barstool Sports and um they're not they're gonna card for on-site airings of the college football show. And the college football show is centered all around gambling, only around gambling. Right. But I don't know. I mean, like, dude, if I was if I was Penn. I would go after college game day somehow. Yeah. Because why should Barstool not be allowed to have 21 under 21, but college game day can, they talk spreads. Yeah. It's all posted. Yeah. I don't know how you do that, but
0: yeah, you would need someone a lot smarter and a lot better.
1: Well, legal versed (laughs) than I am. Yep. And uh best part about all of this is now no one meets in Massachusetts until January 3rd. So, so they still have to. And then on January 3rd, it's supposed to be Barstool Mobile. So they'll probably meet for five hours and not get anywhere because they still haven't gotten whatever they need for the the physical location. Right. And then fanatics, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, good fucking luck. That's a small mobile operator. So best of fucking luck with you. Truthfully,
0: for me personally, for selfish reasons, right, to make this about me, I really only care that Plain Ridge gets a license, like a a retail license. Does it? Do I really give a fuck whether it's Barstool or whatever? No, but I want Plain Ridge to get a retail license so that I can go there to place bets because it's 15 minutes from my
1: house. Yeah, that's only going to be Barstool though.
0: Right, and that's fine. Like whatever, it is what it is. I don't give a flying fuck about, again, this is just about me because I'm making this about me. I don't give a flying fuck whether or not Barstool is allowed to have a mobile sports betting app in this state, because we'll have 14 other ones to fucking choose from. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't really care. Um, again, just about me, I want Plain Ridge to get a fucking retail spot so I can go there to place random bets, right? That like, like we said before, like a lot of times with the future bets, those are better to place in person because it just fucking money sits in your account and it's weird. And it's, it's it's an open bet and whatever. Like I can have a physical fucking ticket or if I get fucking bored and it's a Saturday afternoon, I'm like, I'll go take a 15 minute ride to the fucking casino, place a couple bets and then come back. You know what I mean? Like I'll stop on the way home, place a couple bets and like, maybe I'll bet on the Bruins tonight. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's easy. It's fucking, it's literally down the street from my house. Um, so yeah, that's what I mean. Selfishly, that's all I care about. Um, but I do that doesn't mean that I don't think that like it's fucked up what they're doing. It's obviously fucked up. Like I said before, it's extortion, but it's not because it's politics. Um, but you know, it's just it's just a fucking shit show everywhere because this is like the dumbest fucking state. Ever. So. That is all I got to say about that. <laughs> um, You got anything else? Do you want to start wrapping this up? We can wrap this up.
1: I think I, uh, I got something in the sheet that I'll have to pull up. All right. <laughs> this is good. So um generally I like new balance shoes. There's a outlet or like a factory store, or whatever the fuck in Avon. So I can usually get them pretty pretty cheap. Um they're good enough. Local guys, whatever bullshit, whatever. I'm just fucking cheap. So I can get them. It's not hard to get in and out of. I don't have to go to rent them. Whatever. So I was just like, all right, well, let me see what they got online because I don't know if I feel like going to Avon, and the next two weeks for me are fucking stupid. So let's just see what they have. And I didn't quite even get into as far as actually making a purchase because I went, uh, I went online to NewBalance.com. I went and selected uh, my footwear size size nine so that they could get rid of
0: right filter um, it out
1: filter it out yeah and then I see on the left where all the the filters are says gender neutral footwear size Hmm. so now I'm thinking gender neutral how the fuck do you have a gender neutral footwear <laughs> size. Do you just go men's? Can't probably can't do that. Because if someone's like, I left being a man because of fucking whatever. Yeah. How dare you make me wear a man's shoe? Well, do you go woman's? Flip the argument. Same fucking thing. Yeah. So for shits and giggles, I click on the gender neutral footwear size. Now, mind you i have already filtered to size nine men's gender neutral footwear size M nine slash W 10.5. All you've done is combine men and women's. You have not actually created a footwear size. Correct. This is as stupid as it gets. It is like, look, we care. We have a gender neutral option. Except the gender neutral option isn't an option. It just posts both. Yes. So Which you like.
0: Everyone has known quite literally forever that women's sizes are two sizes bigger than men's. So if you're a seven in men's, you wear a nine in women's and vice versa. Like it's I literally have known that since I was like fucking six years old.
1: Gender neutral footwear size which is defined via gender that's, <laughs> that's pretty good yeah yeah it is the dumbest fucking time to be alive and it's like even it's even better that it's m9 slash w 10 because if they just did nine slash 10 and a half, yeah you could put two and two together and be like, oh, that's the men's verse, whatever. Right. The men's nope. is smaller. They number. still put in M9 slash ten w ten point five. So effectively you've done nothing. Right. But thank God for that little filter. Yeah. Ugh, thank now, God the gender, now the gender now the gender neutral people can figure <laughs> out what shoe size to wear. Yeah. yeah. Which is again still defined by men or women's. It's beautiful. Yep. That was that was that was nice. I really enjoyed that. Ah, people are so fucking dumb.
0: And I guarantee there's people out there like, oh yeah, good for New Balance.
1: You know what? I'll buy. I'm gonna buy New Balance because because they care.
0: Yeah, they have gender neutral sizing. Oh, what size are you? Oh, a men's size nine. Okay, what is that in gender neutral? Oh, it's a men's size nine. Oh, okay,
1: slash women's ten and a half.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Got it. We're just being fucking
1: retarded now, for sure. Yeah, we're All just right. adding words. We're ju- yeah. we're just adding words and in, in in wasting time.
0: Yeah, we're making things way more difficult than they need to be.
1: All right, cool. Cool, 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 cool. While accomplishing nothing. Yeah.
0: Splendid. We're a bunch of fucking morons. I hate everybody. Uh, all right, so for my final thought, um, I think this one actually is pretty good. So I think this is hilarious. So I don't know if you've followed any of this but um the other day Elon Musk posted a poll to Twitter and said should I step down as the head of Twitter and cuz his whole thing since he bought Twitter has been to like put things to polls right I think that's actually how he decided to buy Twitter from the first place <laughs> I think he put up a poll on Twitter should I buy Twitter and then it was resoundingly yes. So then he bought Twitter. So this is a thing he does pretty frequently. So he, he put up a poll. Should I step down as the head of Twitter? And like 57% or 58% of the votes came in for yes. Now, before the poll ended, he probably had it up for like a couple hours and yes was in the lead. He tweeted against to to reply to this and goes be careful what you wish for because you just might get it and everyone was like okay that's kind of weird so then the poll ends what is the result of the poll like i said 58% yes 42% no so then elon musk comes out and goes okay i told you guys i was going to abide by this poll So I will be stepping down as the head of Twitter. However, I will remain in full control of ownership. I'm just going to go back to building electric cars uh, and rockets and putting chips in people's brains. So who am I going to elect to take over Twitter for me? Donald Trump Jr. (laughs) He came out and said, I'm going to give Twitter... So Donald Trump Jr. What a fucking incredible move! What an absolute like he's he's a genius, right? It's 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 pretty easy, right? He's he's obviously really fucking smart, but like, holy shit, he is one of my favorite fucking people like ever. The amount of shit that he does to just like, it's like high level trolling. People talk about like 4D chess. Like he's, he's 4D trolling people. He literally put out a poll on Twitter and said, should I relinquish control? I will, I will abide by this poll. And then goes, be careful what you wish for though. And everyone says, fuck him. Yes. Get rid of, leave Twitter. And he goes, okay, you want me to leave Twitter? I'm going to give it to, I'm going to appoint Donald Trump Jr. as the new head of Twitter. And people are fucking losing their mind. Now, is Donald Trump Jr. really going to take over Twitter? I have no idea. Maybe not. I don't know. But like, how fucking incredible is that? That, that Elon is literally just out here trolling the fuck out of people because the left hates him, right? We talked about this with Chris the other day. Like for a guy that creates like renewable energy and has like the number one selling electric cars in the world and probably the best uh, like, like product-wise electric cars in the world, the people on the left fucking hate him. And they're trying to get him off Twitter. And he finally gives them an option and goes the old, it's the old bait and switch. It's like, all right, cool. You want me to leave Twitter? Fine. Donald Trump Jr. is going to take over for me, though. Like, dude, that's
1: how do you not love that? <laughs> Talk about just like watching people's heads fucking spin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely incredible. Like I said, he's one of my favorite fucking people. Like, just the, like, everything he does the the head spinning that he causes to people on the left like it's just it's wild the amount of trolling he does he's great he's he's amazing i wish he wasn't born in fucking south africa because he would make an amazing president <laughs> so that is my final thought um So that is going to do it for us. Uh, Thank you for watching. Uh, If you're on YouTube, remember, subscribe. Click the button up there. Uh, Give us a thumbs up, like, uh, rate, review, wherever you are. If you're an audio-only guy, same thing. You can give us five stars now as a rating for uh, Spotify and iTunes or whatever the hell it's called now, Apple Podcasts, something. I don't know, whatever they changed the name to. Uh, I don't use it. I only use Spotify, so... Uh, you can get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod. Like I mentioned earlier, we're on Twitter at sarcasm underscore speaks. Facebook page is sarcasm speaks, the website sarcasm speaks.com. Uh, uh, go to the merch store, buy some merch. uh big shout out to mybookie.com. We did a lot of gambling talk. Uh, we can't bet yet if you're in Massachusetts. Most of our listeners and followers are in Massachusetts. You can't quite bet yet with online uh, you know, mobile betting, uh, but you can use mybookie.com. And if you use the promo code sarcasmpod when you sign up at mybookie, they will double your first deposit up to a 1000 bucks. So do that uh, until we get mobile betting. Uh, and then do both anyway. Who cares? Uh, you can also use the same promo code sarcasmpod when you check out at grillyourassoff.com. And you will get 15% off your entire order every single time you check out over there. Uh, Great stuff, great products. I love grillyourassoff.com. I use them almost every single day. Um, So I think that is all of the uh, spiel. So until next time, good night, everybody.